you want to dominate your fantasy basketball league this year, right? You're in there with your homies. Maybe you got a little bit of paper on the line, right? Bragging rights are on the line. All of that good stuff. And you sitting alone, like LL Cool J. When I'm alone in my room, sometimes I stare at my phone, right? You're thinking about moves that you can make, trades, who should you pick up, who should you drop. And sometimes you question your own abilities, ideas, and opinions on this fantasy basketball stuff. So I get it. I can relate. I've been there. I've been playing fantasy for years. But at one point, it was my first season. And I didn't know where to turn, who to ask. And I definitely didn't want to ask my league mates. So I was always concerned about what am I going to do wrong in this journey. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the do's and don'ts for week 12 of the fantasy basketball season. Welcome to the Believe in Fantasy Basketball Podcast. The weekly show dedicated to helping fantasy managers like you crush your league and bring home multiple championships. Now, your host, Robin Marks. We believe every NBA fan who plays fantasy football should also play fantasy basketball. With NFL playoffs right around the corner and the NBA season in full swing, BetOnline has you covered with all the up-to-the-second odds, news, and scores. With additional odds, lines, trends, and info on both desktop and mobile, you can access the world's best wagering information anytime. Head there today to get into the action and see all the updated odds. Remember, use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. So for week 12, the first don't, right? I want to talk about do's and don'ts this week, and that's kind of just our theme for this episode. The big don't that I want you to do is like what you, or, or not do, right? What you don't need to do, what you don't need to do is neglect your schedule grid. Now, some people out there are like, what, Robin? What in the heck? Like, what? where they do that at? Like, what is a schedule grid? Is that Does that have something to do with, like, the electric company? Like, is that, like, what are you doing? Are you doing graphs? Like, what is happening, right? A schedule grid is basically a document or a form that will list out for every week of the NBA season which teams have which amount of games, right? What days do they play on? So how many games do they have? What days do they play on? And also, what nights are the best nights for fantasy basketball, really, where you can actually take advantage of opportunities with being able to stream in players? You probably have some um, nights where you you have some of your league mates and they have like 10 players playing. And then you look at your phone and you're like, well, wait a minute. I only have four guys playing. Like, that's not fair. Like, what, what's going on? In fantasy football, it's very different. Everybody has the same amount of roster slots. You fill in your roster slots. You play games on Thursdays. You play games on Sundays. And you might have a game on Monday. And that's it. 
Fantasy basketball is very different. And to pay attention to this and be ahead of the curve on this, really, it's about paying attention to the schedule grid. So speaking of the schedule, I just want to go through a quick and dirty breakdown to help set you up for success in week 12 of the NBA season. So let's go ahead and just dig into it. Week 12, week 12. On Monday, we have six games. Tuesday, we have five games. Wednesday, 10 games. Thursday, we have five game. That's my Jamaican accent. We have five game. I forgot to ask, my bad. Friday, we have 10 games. Saturday, we have eight games. And on Sunday, we have five games. Now, for those six game nights like Monday, Tuesday with five, those are the nights that you can actually stream some players in. You might be able to on Wednesday and Friday with the 10 gamers, but it'll be a little harder. Depending on how many uh, players you have, you might be like right at that edge, especially if you have injuries or something like that, where you might be able to still stream. But generally, when we have 10 or more games, it's a little harder to stream. So we're going to keep moving along. Let's take a look at which teams have certain amounts of games this week. So for the four game teams, we have Boston, Charlotte, Chicago, Houston, Indiana, the Clippers, the Heat, the Bucks, Minnesota, OKC, Portland, Sacramento, and Utah. For our three game teams, we have Atlanta, Dallas, Denver, Detroit, Golden State, the Lakers, Memphis, Pelicans, Knicks, Magic, Suns, Spurs, Raptors, and Washington. We do have one two-game team, Philadelphia. And we have two teams with one game this week. That would be Brooklyn and Cleveland. Next up, very important when we talk about preparing for the week, knowing which teams have back-to-backs. This is something that Excuse me. Um, This is something that in speaking to our community over the last couple of weeks, I've been doing a bunch of video calls uh, with our community members. And I'll talk more about it later. But basically, they've been getting on uh, video calls with me and sharing their screen so I can see like what's happening with their league, with their roster. And one thing that I'm noticing for a lot of our first and second year fantasy basketball managers is that Man, they out here neglecting the back-to-backs, man. You could literally get double the value on a player if you are executing and maximizing the back-to-backs. So let's talk about it. On Tuesday and Wednesday, Denver, Minnesota, Sacramento, Toronto have the Tuesday-Wednesday back-to-back. So pay attention to that. Wednesday and Thursday, we have Boston and OKC. For the Thursday-Friday back-to-back, we have Portland. For the Friday and Saturday back-to-back, this is big. We have Atlanta, Chicago, Golden State, Houston, Memphis, the Pelicans, Orlando, Spurs, and the Jazz. And then for the Saturday and Sunday back-to-back, we have Milwaukee. Now, we talk about the term pseudo back-to-back. This is a term that I first heard from my man Josh Lloyd from um, the, the the, the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Big shout out. To, to Josh, who is a, a big-time fantasy content creator and has taught me so much, and I'm super grateful for him uh, for just you know being a, an amazing, welcoming spirit in this space. Now, people get confused by this, y'all. Just because a back-to-back 
is not on actual back-to-back days don't mean that it can't be considered a back-to-back. Now, what do I mean? Let's talk about the Tuesday and Thursday back-to-back. As I mentioned earlier, on Wednesday, we have 10 games, right? So we have 10 games on the Wednesday, right? As we illustrated on our first slide, on Wednesday, we have 10 games. On Friday, we also have 10 games. So remember that. Wednesday and Friday, we have 10 games. So if we go back to our back-to-back slide, we see that on Tuesday and Thursday, some of these teams are available on days that you can actually use them for streaming. You can use them for streaming on Tuesday and Thursday. Now, the Wednesday in the middle of this back-to-back sandwich, if you will, you can't do nothing what's in the, with what's in the middle of that bun. A yelp, right? So Tuesday and Thursday, <laughs> so Tuesday and Thursday would be the back-to-back. The Wednesday is something that you won't be able to stream people anyway, right? So look at it like if I grabbed a player like, let's say, Tim Hardaway Jr. on Tuesday, I would hold him on Wednesday because, hey, I have a bunch of players playing on Wednesday. I don't need to stream anyone. But then when you bring him back on a Thursday, you could actually execute the pseudo back-to-back. So that means you get two slots of value for one waiver wire acquisition. Let me know in the comments if you have questions about that because I know some of our new players are trying to figure that out. The other pseudo back-to-back that we have is Thursday and Saturday. Um, But let me go through the Tuesday and Thursday uh, players. I mean, teams, I forgot to do that. So for the Tuesday and Thursday pseudo back-to-back, we have Dallas, LA, the Knicks, and Portland. For the Thursday and Saturday pseudo back-to-back, we have Boston, Dallas, Lakers, Milwaukee, Knicks, and the OKC Thunder. Now, let's talk about the teams that have those really, really dope schedules, right? So the best schedules, in my opinion, for four quality games, we have Milwaukee. So a lot of people that I've been talking to are really confused around quality games. I had one of my guys, I jumped on a call with him and he was like, yeah, when you say quality games, I thought you meant that, you know, the the matchup was really good between the two teams, that it's a quality game because, you know, Vegas says that there's going to be a lot of points put up. And guys, that is not what we're we're talking about when we say quality games. Most people who are referring to quality games are referring to streamable days, Uh, days where they can actually, you know, use they can use the, the, the player and not have to sit him because you have too many too many guys running. So these are quality games, meaning you can stream guys on those days. You can actually utilize them. They're not as many games happening. So these are the quality games. Milwaukee has four of those bad boys. Dallas, Lakers, Knicks, Phoenix, three of those bad boys, three quality games. And then the best days to stream are going to be Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. As mentioned earlier, Wednesday and Friday, it's right at the cusp of like not being able to use all your players. You know how it is, guys, ladies and gents, right? You got people out there who got a roster. They got all of their players like in their starting lineup, and then they got an additional four. Two of those guys are like guys that they really like, and they got to make like start sit decisions. Those are the those are low quality days, right? Low quality games. Those are the games that you're unable to stream. Wednesday and Friday are on the cusp, so you may be able to stream depending on the you know the composition of your roster. 
So that is the schedule in a nutshell. Again, if you have questions, if any of that is confusing, just know that I'm here to make sure that you guys get all of the support and information that you need in order to win your fantasy championship. Here are the top five waiver wire targets you need to take a look at for fantasy basketball. So as you know, we're doing do's and don'ts this week, right? Do's and don'ts. What do you need to do? What do you need to avoid, right? And one thing that you need to do is take advantage of injuries in fantasy basketball. Now, I know what people are saying. Like, Robin, what is wrong with you? Like, how are you out here trying to take advantage of another person's pain? Like, how could you do that? And I'm going to tell you this. Like, I would never, ever in my long-legged life wish an injury on a player. I see, Listen, I'm not going to say no names because that's just not how I, that's not how I do, but I will say this, that if people are out here in these fantasy streets, this is for football or basketball, baseball, hockey, tennis, disc golf. I don't care what kind of fantasy you play. If you out here wishing injury on people, that is bad, bad energy, my guy. Like, you got to get off of that. And they are literally... Like, one of the the fantasy content creators that I really love, man. I love this guy. I think he has really unique, creative content. And again, I will not say his name because that's just not what we do on this channel. It's not a basketball creator. It's a football creator. Your man be saying crazy stuff about injured players. Like, rebuking them. All kinds of stuff. And I'm just telling you guys, we got to be real sensitive. But if somebody goes down, you need to find out who's next on the depth chart. So what I want you to do is make sure that you do take advantage of injuries by making sure you see who's the next person up in those situations. So for us this week, the first person we're going to talk about is someone who is in that very position this week. Um, And this is a player we've spoken about on this channel over and over again. And we're going to have to talk about him again because his stock is rising fast. I'm talking about from the Golden State Warriors, Brandon Pajemski, a.k.a. Air Pods. Your man has got a huge opportunity in front of him right now. So if you didn't know, Chris Paul went down with a hand injury, a wrist injury, I believe, and he's going to have to have surgery. He's going to be out for a little while. Brandon Pajemski had value without this. He was already somebody that's been on this show um, as a featured Wave a wire ad, but also as a person we talked about in our bonus section where we just drop names on you, people you need to take a look at. Man, listen, if he is available on your wave a wire, folks, this is a red alert. Like, stop what you're doing. If you're watching us live, it's okay if you leave the live. If you are watching the replay, it's okay if you pause the video and come back. But I'm telling you, it is time to take the top off. Boobies is out, hair blowing in the wind. Convertible status, just rolling down the highway with AirPods. I'm telling you, this is a big deal because he could very well, and again, this is speculation and just a hunch, right? But the way the Warriors look right now, they could be going into a new era where they're maybe thinking about changing things up and testing out some of these young assets that they have, the Kamingas of the world, right, to see if 
people like Draymond are going to be moving on. Now, I've said this on numerous occasions. I think Steve Kerr loves the heck out of Draymond. And Draymond could literally, like, fart in his office and be like, you did that? He'd be like, no. He'd be like, all right, I must have did it. Like, it's like that. That's how much he loves Draymond. He, Draymond, he would, like, to, he would take ownership for his farts. Lord, forgive me. I'm just joking. Like, Draymond, Steve Kerr. I love Steve Kerr. I love Draymond. It's just a joke. Just a show. But real talk. AirPods might be getting the keys to the car temporarily. And he's definitely going to have a co-pilot with Steph Curry. It's not like he's going to be the main guy. But listen, he's he he was a he was a, a a a valuable draft pick for them, right? It's not like he's some schlump that was like, you know, got they picked him up out of the G League, you know what I'm saying? He was he was he was doing, you know, shooting contests at state fairs, right? This is a guy who's like a sought after recruit that they went after or a prospect. So I would say if 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 he's available, man, we gotta see what's up with that. Next up, this is somebody that I wanted the front on. This is somebody that I tried to sleep on, but I just cannot deny it. I'm talking about my man Simone Fontecchio from the Utah Jazz. Not somebody I was even thinking about before the last couple of weeks. And honestly, I grabbed him a couple of nights ago. I was pleasantly, I was pleasantly surprised with what, what he did. Currently, he's only rostered in 4.9% of ESPN leagues. Over the last seven days, he's been averaging 30.5 minutes per game, which is the thing that I'm most interested in, which is the fact that he's getting on the floor, which is the fact that he's getting playing time. Simple as that. That's the thing that fantasy managers, new fantasy managers especially, we have to really pay attention to the statistic that people often neglect, which is just how many minutes a game is the guy averaging, especially in the last two weeks, week to two weeks. Is he getting 25, 30 minutes? Then let's see what happens. And that's where I am with Fontecchio. Uh, He's also averaging 13.5 points per game. On the season, he's averaging 9.2, so that's a, a, a pretty um, you know substantial increase. He's also averaging six rebounds a game, two-point assist. Check this out, y'all. 1.5 steals per game. This is somebody that I'm checking out. Listen, he had a stinker in the last two games. He had on, on, the, on the sixth against Philadelphia. He played 33 minutes, which was great, but he had four turnovers, which, which really killed his value. He, on the fifth against Boston, he played 25 minutes, but had two turnovers, only seven points. Before that, 44 fantasy points, 53 fantasy points, 33 fantasy points. Like, he's been putting up numbers, and most importantly, he's getting the minutes. The next player I'm taking a look at is somebody in real-life basketball I have never liked. I always thought he was a dirty player. Just was not, like, my cup of tea in terms of, you know, what... A basketball player should be and what they should represent. But, you know, sometimes people put on different jerseys and you get a new interpretation or a new definition of what what and who they are. So I try not to be judgmental when it comes to this. I understand that all of these players are extremely talented. There's only a handful of job openings in the NBA for players. So if you made it to the league, you got to be one of the greatest uh, players on the planet currently, right? One of the best players on the planet currently. And Grayson Allen, even though he's had some dirty deeds over the years, like Draymond level stuff, we we can like, you know, overlook that in terms of fantasy. So he's currently 
rostered in 28.2% of ESPN leagues, but he is a hot waiver wire ad. People are picking him up at a high level. Over the last seven days, he's averaged 15.8 points per game. Yes, three rebounds, 3.8 assists, 1.5 steals. And check this out. Come here for this one. And one block per game as a guard. Let that sink in, right? So just know that Allen, whatever your feelings about him, you know, he is pumping out some value right now in Phoenix. So I would definitely give him a look for week 12. Next up is someone folks have been talking about, Larry Nance Jr. Um, I did mention Larry Nance, I think, about a week ago in a TikTok video, but I did not include him in our weekly show. So this is his debut for the season. He's been banged up a lot, but it's like they're really trying to invest in giving him the opportunity to show what he has, and uh, we want to take advantage of that in the fantasy basketball world. He's only rostered in 5.1% of ESPN leagues. Over the last seven days, he's averaging 21 minutes a game, eight rebounds, eight um, eight points, 1.8 assists, and one steal. So he's chipping in in a bunch of different categories. Definitely someone you want to take a look at. Last but not least, man, this boy is on fire. And, you know, I'm like old school Karis LeVert. Like, I remember Michigan Karis LeVert. I remember Brooklyn Nets Karis LeVert. Huh? You hear me? I'm talking real, like, when Karis LeVert ankle, I don't know if y'all remember that. He had one game, his ankle was like rolled over. We thought it was going to be a, a tough season-ending situation. They popped that bad boy back in. He was back in a couple weeks. So, like, I really like Karis LeVert. In fantasy, though, over the last couple seasons, I have been out on this guy. He was like, I was stashing him in Dynasty Early in his career, I've avoided him like the plague just because of his inconsistency. But the last couple weeks, he has been rolling. Yo, he has been on fire. Over the last seven days, 26.3 minutes per game, 21 21 points, 4.3 rebounds, 6.7 assists, one block per game. Karis LeVert, listen. If you're in a points league, it's a no-brainer. And even for category leagues, like he's going to get you these numbers. I don't know how long this streak is going to continue, but over his last four or five games, he has been absolutely out of this world. Otherworldly for fantasy basketball. So if he's available on your waiver wide, this might be a great week to just kind of test it out, see what happens, see if you want to hold on to him. But again, Karis LeVert is someone we want to take a look at for fantasy basketball. So at the end of my uh, waiver wire ad segment, I typically do a rapid fire. So I'm going to do our rapid fire again and kind of keep that going. I think folks are getting some value from it because I'm doing a short version of that for some of the other platforms. So I'm really excited about just making sure that when I go through this, I have my top five, but just to give you context, I try to make sure we change up the players every week, but having this running list of people who are still relevant will make will will make it very easy for you to make the right decisions as you go through week to week for fantasy. So, our bonus players, Torian Prince, yes. Jalen Suggs, yes. Uh Dante DiVincenzo, yes. Nick Richards, yes. Jeremy Sohan, mm, maybe. 
I love Sohan. Like, I was so high on him earlier, but he's been breaking my heart in some of these games. But I'll give him a maybe. Nas Reed, maybe. Kelly Olenek. Heck to the no. I'm, I'm sharing his name because you need to know that he has some value this week and also just in general for waiver wire ads. But for me, I, I got some issues with Kelly Olenek. Kelly Aubrey Jr., heck to the no. Alec Burks, maybe. Tamani Kamara, maybe. And those are your bonus waiver wire ads that you need to pay attention to for week 12 of the fantasy basketball season. If you are tuning in live to the episode, make sure you drop your questions in the chat. I will go through and answer as many questions as possible at the end of the show. So before we move any further, I want to talk about Did It, y'all. If you've been uh, watching the show the last couple of weeks, you've probably heard about it. When I tell you, this is a game changer for fantasy basketball managers, right? So if you have questions about your roster, like what do I do with my roster? So many people leave us messages on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, in my inbox, in the comments, and they ask these questions. Questions like, hey, I want to move Paolo Banquero. Who do I move him for? And what I do and what most people who offer this kind of advice is they kind of like look at the players who are around that area. Like if, you know, Paolo is like, let's say he's ranked 35, then you would maybe look at people who are in that 30, 40, maybe even 50 or 20 and just kind of figure out some ideas. But that's kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall. This right here, this is next level. This is the way it should be done. So I'll explain what did it is. Basically, it's a live one-on-one fantasy basketball advice app. You download the app for free. You have to have iOS, very important. You have to have iOS. When you get on the app, you go through the different fantasy sports, whether you play football, basketball, if you're doing um, golf, baseball, and there are experts for each sport in the app. You click on the expert that you want, and then you coordinate a call with them. You can, some of the um, the coaches or or the, the experts are like always on and you can just call them because I have a, co- a lot of things going on. We have to book and organize our calls. But basically we get on a video call, like a, like a FaceTime call, and then you can actually share your screen with me. So we'll go through your roster. We'll go through your league mates roster. We'll come up with trade packages. We'll, we'll list out which players we want to grab off of waivers. We can make a streaming plan for the week. Like any and everything that you need help with, I will literally hold your hand and walk you to the championship round. It is that simple. And the most important thing about this, I got to you got to see my eyes for this one. Listen. Look me in my eyes. The first call is absolutely free. It costs you nothing. All you have to do is send me a DM in did it and be like, "Hey Robin, are you free tomorrow?" Boom boom boom. We'll court we'll coordinate the time. We'll jump on a call. We can talk as long as you need to get your stuff in order so you can win your championship. You don't have to feel rushed. You don't have to be like, oh my God, we got 10 minutes, 5 minutes. No, the first call is absolutely free. You have to have a, a iOS, a Apple iPhone, and also in order to activate the call, you would need to have 
a credit card. But again, the first call is absolutely free. So I wanted to make sure you all knew that. Also, if you have not subscribed to our social media channel, specifically on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to YouTube. We check the data and we see that many of our viewers who watch the weekly show are not even subscribed to the channel. So it's really important that you do that. It's just a simple way for you guys to support. We do this all for free and we want to make sure that you're getting value. But also, if you could just show us show us that kind gesture of subscribing to the channel. And also, really important, the audio podcast, we are partnered with Believe and we want to make sure that we're showing up for our podcast network. So if you listen to audio podcasts, please make sure that you listen to the podcast. It's available on all streaming platforms. And if you don't listen to audio podcasts, this might be the time for you to try it out. So that was a lot. Okay. Let's go into our next segment. Here are the top five buy lows that you need to pay attention to for fantasy basketball. So the first person I want to talk about is someone that Honestly, I'm super high on. And we mentioned him on a buy low show recently, but I had to make sure I reiterate it because this this, um, buy low window is going to close very, very fast. Let me repeat. This buy low window is going to close very fast because I know it is because it's been open too long. And I'm talking about one of my favorite players, man. One of my favorite players. Talking about Devin Booker from the Phoenix Suns. So Devin Booker is currently ranked 17th, right? So he's currently ranked 17th in points leagues. And this is hashtag basketball. If you guys don't know, if you need rankings, it's a really easy platform uh, to get your rankings from. But for Devin Booker, Devin Booker is a player that, again, I have always been high on. This season, maybe a little higher than usual. But man, he has been stinking up the joint. He's ranked number 17 on the on the season. But over the last two weeks, he's ranked 35. He's ranked 35th over the last two weeks. Come on, man. I'm going to keep it a stack. I have him on some rosters, and I've been open to some offers. So I'm telling you that I'm considering offers. So that means this could be a buy low. This could be like, hey, the 17th player in fantasy basketball points leagues is performing at a top 35 level. Let me see what I can do. So somebody asked for me to give you some potential trade um, deals that you would maybe throw out there. So for me, for Devin Booker, where he's ranked right now, I think I would go down a little bit, maybe into the 20s to see who's over there and who I would send out for him, maybe even the 30s, do like a package. So someone like Harden, I'd be totally comfortable with moving Harden for Booker. DeRozan, totally comfortable with that. Um, Paul George, absolutely, very comfortable with that. James Harden is currently ranked 34th. DeMar DeRozan is 35th. And then Paul George is 37th. Siakam, I'll be fine with that. So those are just a few players that I'd be open to moving my man Booker for. 
The next player, um, man, I'm not even gonna look up his rank. We're just gonna talk about him, man, because this is he's he's one of the biggest topics on the channel. Like we talk about him all the time. So the next buy low is somebody that I will not be buying low on. Let me repeat. Somebody that I will not be buying low on. But I would be doing a disservice to you, right? If I didn't mention that you should consider buying low on him. Because if he plays and he's available, it could be super valuable for you. I'm talking about your man, Young Emo, a.k.a. My Chemical Romance with the bangs, Jimmy Butler, a.k.a. Hemi Butler. Now, I always talk about Jimmy, and when I do that, I always have a disclaimer that he is literally one of my favorite basketball players in real life. He got that dog in him. Hard-nosed player, like, he is what we miss from, like, 90s basketball. He's that kind of player. But for fantasy, heck to the no. I am out on Jimmy Butler. I want nothing to do with him in fantasy. But you can't deny that this is a buy low opportunity. So if you have, if you can throw some peanuts and crumbs over there to bring him back to your squad, I would consider bringing back Jimmy Butler. My next buy low is somebody that man, I I think he is one of the greatest players in NBA history. Somebody that I have been high on for years, and I remember getting him in a trade a couple of years ago and being like, yes, I got, I got him, I got him, I got the babyface assassin. I got Steph Curry on my team. Man, how things have changed. How things have changed. Steph currently is, uh, Steph is currently ranked in points leagues on the season, y'all. 32. Let me go and check this. Make sure I'm giving y'all the right note. Yes, this is the season rankings, y'all. Steph Curry is number 32. By low. By low. And listen, I, do I think he's going to be a first rounder or in the year, in the top 12, I should say? I don't think so. I don't think he's going to finish the season in the top 12. So people I'll be looking at, I would trade my Terry Rozier for your Steph Curry. Steph Curry is currently currently ranked 32. Terry Rozier is currently ranked 27. Most managers won't make that deal. They're going to be like, are you crazy? Melo will be back soon. They're not throwing another piece for a sweetener. Um, I'd be open to moving Desmond Bain. I'd be open to moving Paolo Banquero, James Harden again, DeRozan. Those are the type of players I'd be open to moving to bring Curry back to my squad. Next up, another by low, someone who came out of the gates scorching hot, like scorching hot. This guy is currently ranked number 14 in points leagues, but has been in the top 10 at some points of the year. I'm talking about young Scotty Barnes. The man is the truth. But over the last two weeks, he's ranked 19th. So he went from being in the top 10 to being in the top 14. And in the last couple of weeks, he's barely in the top 20, right? So this not, might not be something where you are able to get a crazy, crazy deal on him, right? You're not going to be able to flip your like your Terry Rozier for Scotty Barnes. But you might be able to do something like, I don't know, Bam Adebayo, I would be open to that. Uh, Tyrese Maxey, 
I'll be open to that. I trade my Tyrese Maxey, you know, my Bam Adebayo. I trade my Kawhi Leonard for Scotty Barnes right now. So those are just some options to take into consideration. And the last person that we're going to talk about for the bylaws is really, it's an injury bylaw. I always talk about the injury bylaw. When guys are out, their their value is at the, at the lowest, right? It's at the lowest. So this is what we talk about when we talk about the injury bylaw. We talk about, hey, a guy is out. Let's see if we can send something over of value so we can bring him back to the squad. And this week's injury by low, LaMelo Ball. Listen, LaMelo Ball, I was super high on him in the offseason. He's been out for a minute. So the manager that has him on their team right now has been waiting and waiting and waiting. I don't know what it's going to look like for him rest of the season, but I do know that if somebody in your league is like panic mode, like what do I do? I want to move him. I would negotiate a deal to see if I can bring him back to the squad. However, I'm not paying top dollar for um, LaMelo Ball. I would definitely look, you know, down maybe in the 40s and 50s, like Tyler Hero, Zion Williamson, Nikola Vucevic, DeJounte Murray. These are people I'd be interested in moving, um, you know, to get. LaMelo Ball back on my team. Here are the top five sell highs you need to pay attention to for fantasy basketball. The first person we want to talk about is Paolo Banquero. Paolo Banquero over the last two weeks is ranked number 12. What? In the last two weeks, your man is producing at a top 12 level in points leagues. So for me, he's somebody that I'm moving. If I got him on my squad, I'm going to see if I can get me a first-round guy. I would give me Scotty Barnes. You can take Paolo Banquero. Like, that. this is the, the wave that I'm on. Uh, give me Tyrese Halliburton. I'll give you Paolo Banquero, and then I'm going to throw in another piece. Oh, you don't like that? I'll throw in another piece. Like, whatever I got to do, I'll take your worst player. And, you know, Tyrese, let's do it. So that's what I would be doing for Paolo. Um, Kyrie Irving is my next sell high. Over the last two weeks, he is ranked 18th in points leagues. I will be making a move for Kyrie Irving. This one is funky fresh. This is somebody that... Ugh, it's, 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 it's not going to last long like this sell high. But if if someone's interested, I make this move immediately. Andre Drummond. Over the last two weeks, Andre Drummond is ranked 26 in points leagues. You got to take advantage of that. You got to take advantage of that. Now, are people going to be knocking down your door? No. No one is going to be calling you like, yo, what can we do so I can get drumming, man? I really want drumming on my squad. Nobody's doing that. But what could happen is, hey, I want to do a deal. You got, you can hype up drumming. Well, listen, drumming is killing. I don't know when Vucevic coming back, blah, 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 whatever you got to do, and see if you can move him while you have the opportunity. Because when Vuce come back, if Vuce comes back, he is going to plummet into the abyss of waiver wire obscurity once again. Next up, next sell high, Devin Vassell. He is currently ranked 37th in the last two weeks. Over the last two weeks, he's ranked 37th. Been on an absolute tear. He had a big game the other night. Definitely somebody I would sell high on. And then Isaiah Hartenstein. 
He is ranked 53rd over the last two weeks. And, um, you know, somebody that no one was really high on, but when Mitch, Mitchell Robinson went down, his stock grew and now he's performing. But I would definitely try to sell high. You could look at people who are underperforming and see if you can execute a deal to move him off of your roster to bring back something that was more of a um, stable long-term investment. Now let's open up the Believe in Fantasy Basketball mailbag. The coolest thing about this is that we get questions directly from our Discord community. And nine times out of ten, people who watch these shows, whether you pull up live, listen on our audio podcast, or if you are watching a replay on YouTube, you have the same questions, right? You're playing fantasy too, so it's really cool to me that we get to answer some of these questions. So we want to just go ahead and jump on into this. Now, I hope there's no crazy questions tonight. We've been having some crazy ones, but let's try it out. All right. First one is coming from my man. First one is coming from my man Luke. He says, Is Goga an ad? We've been talking about Goga, but that's a, as a potential waiver wire ad over the last couple of weeks. So he's definitely a streaming option. I don't know if he's going to be a long term hold, but definitely somebody that we will be open to putting on our squad to, to, to fill you know, a roster slot. The next one is from Jay. Jay says, should I pick up Precious Achua? Looks like the Knicks waved Taj Gibson. Maybe extended minutes for him? Um, Maybe. It depends on the size of your league. This Jay would be a great opportunity for us to jump on a video call on the Did It app because... In this, in that kind of a situation, I can look at your team, look at your roster. Knowing your 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 league size really helps. But in most cases, when people say precious, ha uh, 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 I say ha uh, uh, heck to the no. Uh, I am out on precious achua. No way, Jose. Next up uh, is from my man Twitter S Bon LOL. He says, "Should I drop Jordan Poole? What's going on with him?" Should I drop Jordan Poole? Jordan Poole has already dropped the kids off at the pool, right? He's stinking up the joints. Hot dog water. Farting all over your, your, your roster. So if you're in a shallow league, definitely. Like 8, 10-man league, maybe even in the 12. If you're in a 14-team league, maybe 12 and 14. I'm careful about it because he is bad, man. He's really stinking up the joint. But... The draft capital that I invested right now, I, I'm still have I have somewhat, you know, some sliver of hope there that he'll turn it around. But honestly, I'm totally fine with dropping him any and everywhere. But in 14 team leagues, I would be careful. Just know what what are you dropping him for? Making sure that if you're going to free it up, so you know you can have a, another streaming spot and you feel comfortable with everything else in your roster, then I get it. But I wouldn't just drop him out of emotion and frustration. I would make sure you're very calculated with your move. Um, Let's go to this one. This is a good one. This is from my man Johnny. He says, who's better, Bojan Detroit or Clay Thompson Points League? Ugh. This is like asking me if I want to eat like liver or pork chitlins. I'm I'm really not interested in either. I don't like pork chitlins. I don't like liver. But if I had to choose, I'd probably say clay. Yeah. I'd probably say clay. Yeah. All right. We'll take a couple more. 
Um, this one is from. This one is from Tofu. I love that name. T-O-E-F-U-E. -E. I love that. He says, what to do with Scotty Barnes and Cat? You got to hold both. Like, don't listen. One, we talked about do's and don'ts, guys. This is my last do's and don't for the episode, right? We do not sell low. We only sell high. There might be people out there that tell you, like, God, oh, it's okay, just do it. Like, there's just, no, 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 no. Wait, be patient. Never make a trade out of emotion or what's happening in their current, you know, their current, you know, recent games, I should say, in their recent games. Don't let recency bias dictate your decisions around moving players. Like, be patient. Plan it. Now, if recency bias works to your advantage, where you have a league mate that's interested in Cat and you know you want to move him, wait until he has some good games and then use their recency bias as leverage in a deal. Uh, next one I want to talk about is, uh, where is it? It's from Luke. Where's Luke's question? Luke says, is Trey Murphy a hold? <clears throat> this is good. So for me right now, Luke, this is another great example of us maybe getting on a call for did it because I have um, Trey Murphy and I'm having the same, I'm, I'm asking myself the same question. And the reason is, is because some of the talent that I've amassed since he's been banged up and now he's getting healthy again, some of them are just as good, if not better than him. So for, in most cases, I would want to hold to see him like bring to fruition what everyone expected that he would do this season. But where I sit right now, it's like, if I got to drop him so I could have a stream spot, I'm dropping him, yo. Like, I'm, I'm trying to stream, and I'm trying to make sure that I can win. So for me, if I have to, I would drop him. Again, it wouldn't be like a, you know, that would not be my first option in most cases. I would want to see if I could do something else. But if I have to drop him so I could, like, win my week, I would absolutely make that decision. So now that you are prepared for week 12 of the fantasy basketball season, make sure you check out our episode about how to execute a fantasy basketball trade. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Believe in Fantasy Basketball podcast with Robin Marks. Join our free discord community at believeinfantasy.com. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Believe in Fantasy. This episode was presented to you by Bet Online, where the game starts.